hit me. Hi and welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, a podcast and commentary about VR gaming, VR news, VR hardware, and VR reviews. I'm your host, Nick Lane, and with me, as always, is Justin Davis. Justin, what's going on on this fine Saturday? Hey, Nick. I'm excited to talk to some adults finally today, because I've been talking to a two-year-old all day, and uh, I'm looking forward to this interview we're going to do. Yeah, sometimes I play an adult, so I'm happy to uh, yeah. fulfill that role today. Um, yeah, this is a kind of this is a, a special podcast. We 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 don't really do any interviews ever. We we once had another guest on to talk about um, rhythm games, but this is kind of our first official interview. So I, I'm I'm really excited, and and the focus of today's conversation is about modding games for VR. So taking games that are are 2D games and making them playable. In VR, uh, we've got a couple guests on, which uh, they go by Fristy and Alchemist. And before I, I, I bring them on and have them introduce themselves, I, I just want to say I, I think that modding VR games are incredibly important, especially if you're a PC uh, VR player, because you know uh, Justin and I have been into VR for a number of years now. Justin longer than me; I've been in since 2017. And um, I can speak for myself where I just have an appetite for fully, full-fledged games. And what we often get in VR are just kind of bite-sized games. You know, fun experiences, sure, but maybe only a few hours worth. And they, they're not AAA games. The nice thing about modding PC games that are 2D games is that we can now, it's kind of like a bridge. We can get games that are AAA games into VR. It's a shortcut to that until, you know, the, the gaming space matures to the point where studios are now, you know, spending AAA budgets to make VR games. And really the only example that we have, I would argue, is Half-Life Alex. And uh, especially a couple days ago, you know, that we saw the release of um, Oculus was showing what games are coming out and it's all great, but I'm, I'm not terribly excited about anything. So I'm, I'm really bullish on modding games and i really appreciate the modding community and what they're doing so uh without further ado i want to bring on fristy and alchemist who they are uh in particular working on a game called deep rock galactic uh it's it's a game that's been out i think since 2018 it's overwhelmingly positive on steam it's it's um also on xbox and i believe playstation so there's a lot of crossplay going on it has a really healthy community it gets regular updates I started playing it last week 2D because their mod isn't out yet, even though there's some beta testing going on. And um, I really like the I really like the game. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it, um, but um, I'm I'm totally into it. I'm, I'm really excited for it to come out in VR. So, um, Fristy, let, let's let's start with you. Can you uh, welcome first of all? Thanks for coming on. I, I know you guys are six hours ahead of us. It's it's Saturday night. Thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with us. Can you talk a little bit a bit about your kind of background in VR? When did you get into VR? Um, how long have you been in the space? Let's, let's start there. Oh, uh, definitely. So, um, well, let's see. Um, I've always been a, a big uh, gamer. Um, I've definitely always been a big Team Fortress Two fan. And, uh, you know, one day, um, I think uh, Palmer Lucky came out with the Oculus and uh, I've all started experimenting with it. 
And Team Fortress 2 got an experimental VR mode. And yeah, I, I really wanted to play it. So uh, it took a while, I uh, didn't get into VR right from the get-go. Um, I think I started with the uh, Oculus Rift consumer version 1. And one of the first things I did was uh, try out the by then deprecated Team Fortress 2 uh, VR mode. And to my surprise, I noticed that it just didn't want to work on my headset. And uh, I guess that uh, that awakened uh, my inner uh, VR modders. And uh, coupled with uh, my uh, slight background in uh, general programming and engineering and all that stuff, um, I just uh, took the opportunity and I started making a mod for uh, Team Fortress 2 to make it uh, VR. And um, well, from there on, uh, I eventually got into Deep Rock Galactic, of course. Uh, but it started with uh, Team Fortress 2. Nice, nice. And uh, Alchemist, what's your what's your VR background? What's your VR origin story? Yeah, so, um, hello everyone. <laughs> Glad to be here. Um, well, I think at first I had some friends uh, show me VR a while ago, uh, but yeah, I found it really great and everything, but I did not really have any beefy uh, uh, computer to run it. And also I found it a bit, uh, I don't know, cumbersome to, to use, uh, having to bring up all the, the wires and everything uh, to, to make it work. So I thought I would wait for something a bit more wireless. So uh, I was looking upon uh, Project Santa Cruz, which became the Quest one. <laughs> Uh, was really hyped by it, and it was actually my first uh, device, my first VR, VR device that I owned. Um, so there, uh, I started really getting into it, playing uh, lots of VR games, trying lots of different experiences with it, uh, doing small uh, game projects with different technologies, uh, like uh, well, Unity, of course. Uh, also tried Godot with uh, Rust language. And, uh, and then finally Unreal Engine for Deep Rock Galactic. I didn't use uh, Unreal Engine too much before, so it was also a, uh, quite a learning curve. Uh, but, well, with, uh, we've been starting, I think, in November, if I'm correct. So uh, I do believe so. No? When, when was it? I do believe it was in uh, November. Ah, okay, okay. Well, so yeah, that gives that gave me a uh, time to learn the engine. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, I'm I'm a game developer at Abracam. Uh, but it's not uh, yeah we don't do VR games we do flat games, uh, Feria and Workbook namely. Uh, so yeah, in the day uh, developing flat games and then in the evening uh, working on this mod. <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah, no, the, and and Fristy, do you have a background in in like your um your your, your day job? Are you in, in software for gaming or? At the moment, I'm uh, unemployed, and I'm actually doing this mod pretty much uh, full time. All right. Well, well, listen, um, that's good for us <laughs> in terms of your <laughs> unemployment status. So, thanks for thanks for using your time so we can uh, uh, play this game. I probably should 
talk very briefly about what Deep Rock Galactic is, because I had no idea what this game was. I didn't. The only reason I know about this game is because Justin invited me to the Discord channel um, with the what is it called? Justin Flat Flat to VR is that the title of the Discord yeah, channel? Yeah, Flat to VR Gaming. Yeah, so highly recommend. If anybody who's listening to this and you're intrigued about playing not only Deep Rock Galactic but things like Resident Evil, which we talked about before, I highly recommend checking out that um, Discord channel. Um, but I joined it because Justin invited me. And then I saw back in the fall, you know, the Deep Rock Galactic was going to get a mod. And I, and I kind of like, I was like, oh, this game looks looks interesting. And it was on sale in Steam, I think, like the winter sale. So I picked it up with the anticipation that when it comes out in VR, I'll play it. Um, the game is like you are, uh, it's a co-op game. It's not PvP. So it's a four pl- up to four players. And you are these dwarves that are going on to these different planets or maybe it's just one planet and you're you're doing kind of these mining expeditions the graphics are 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 pretty simple they're stylized there's not like a high polygon count but it looks looks really good um nice lighting effects and it's for i would say it's for people who like exploration because these these worlds are are randomly generated every time and there's different objectives there might be like um protect a drill and get drill from point a to point b and along the way you're fighting um these kind of space aliens on on these different planets a lot of times they're spiders Um, another objective might be to mine this certain kind of mineral and get enough of that and you kind of keep on doing that over and over again you unlock better guns you unlock better um, accessories and skins for your dwarves and it's just kind of like a really kind of fun co-op experience and I've been enjoying it because it's chill and I, I'm thinking like well this game is fun in 2D I can only imagine how cool it looks in VR because you kind of go into these dark caves and you're trying to use light to light it up and yeah, um, there's different classes there's like a scout there's a gunner there's an engineer uh, there's a driller so each of the dwarves play a little bit differently that's the premise of, of Deep Rock Galactic. I'm curious, uh, Fristy and Alchemist, how did how did you guys pick that game to focus on? Uh, maybe I'll start because I think I was the first to. Well, I don't necessarily was uh, the first one to uh, claim the mod for myself, but I think I was the first one to start work on it. Right, Alchemist? Yes. Right. Started the think, team basically. Yeah. Yeah, and I think I remember you were the first one uh, to ask to join because uh, the owner of the flat to VR server, um, right. yeah, let's call him Elliot because his full name Elliot Tate is a bit uh, weird to uh, pronounce. I think Elliot came to me and said, hey, there's this guy that would really like to uh, work with you on this mod. And uh, I remember from uh, Team Fortress, for my Team Fortress 2 VR days, that I can really use some extra help. So uh, that's how Alchemist came into uh, the team. Uh, anyway, um, I started playing uh, Deep Rock Galactic uh, a while before it was even uh, possible to mod into VR. And uh, I just saw so much potential into in the game. Like, uh, one of the first things I noticed was um, the diegetic uh, user interface on the guns. And uh, diegetic here means that you can basically see the ammo count in your uh, clip. You can see it on the weapons themselves. I saw uh, little touches like, um, you know, uh, a lot lot of the user interface, but... um, 
I remember one of the first things uh, I, that sparked that uh, I really want to make a VR mod out of this were uh, the flares because uh, you know you can throw flares to light up the cave and I really I thought man this would be so great if you could manually throw them with your hand and uh, from there it kind of snowballed into me just wanting the game uh, more and more into VR so maybe uh, one last thing is um, what really sparks uh, this feeling of I want to make this game into VR for me is just the general atmosphere and the, the thought, the fantasy of being inside the game. Like with Team Fortress 2, I always imagined uh, your... Uh, I don't know how many of the listeners know Team Fortress 2. But for Team Fortress 2, I always imagined you are at the last point, the other team has almost completed the objective, you're defending, there's this uh, James Bond type siren going off and the announcer is saying uh, one minute left of the mission and all your team is dead and you're, you're alone defending the objective and, and you're in this massive cold war bunker and doesn't it get you hyped to be inside such a situation? Like me, me it, it got me totally hyped. And um, I imagined something similar for Deep Rock. I imagined you, you're in a cave, it's dark, your team is dead, there's this swarm coming, your ammo is almost uh, out, and you've got this banging music. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's things like that that really spark the motivation for me. Yeah, I think um, what you're hitting on is, is the atmosphere of that game. And that game has great atmosphere that I, I, I can envision how cool it is in VR because a lot of times the, the game plays with like light and darkness a lot you're in a, in a dark cave and like you as you mentioned the idea of uh, throwing flares to let it up um, and then suddenly you see everything that's in front of you whether good or bad how uh you know when I play this game in 2d and, and 2d games don't terrify me or they, they they're like emotionless in, the, in that sense versus like playing a game in VR which can um, definitely uh, kind of spook me, scare me. Does, is this game pretty intense in VR from um, a perspective of being in a dark cave? What, what's it like? Yeah, I think yeah. like the first time I tried the mod personally, uh, I I tried it uh, on my own uh, alone in in the cave, and when I ran out of flares, I was there. I was there uh, just in the dark tunnel, and it was the first time I felt the game was spooky, <laughs> kind of. Uh, it's really different because you in VR you feel like you are really in a cave. Uh, it's not just projected in front of you, you are really there and when you move your head around you see things as if you were standing in that dark tunnel which really adds something uh, interesting. And uh, so it, it can be a bit spooky but it's not, uh, it's not very scary either. But uh, it's more intense I would say, yes. Yeah, I, uh, I can't... Can't stress enough how much it really feels like you're inside a, a real cave with lots of uh, space bugs in it. Especially when you uh, turn off your headlight. Um, there's they they really did such a great job with the lighting. It it really it, it just feels like yeah like a dark cave like it's like it should feel. 
Are there any issues with the lighting that you weren't able to reproduce in VR? Like, you know, like some atmospheric um, or some special lighting that was hard to get to work right? Um, thankfully, it's, it all seems to work perfectly, oh, okay. uh, qua lightning, though at the moment, and this is something uh, we'll probably fix very soon, um, manually thrown flares don't get uh, replicated from clients to servers, which is right. just uh, a networking issue which we will fix in the future. Okay. So only the person throwing the flare sees the flare? Uh, at the moment, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, the host, when it's the host that throws them, everyone sees them, oh, okay. not when it's a simple client. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. the problem. Yeah, and also the scout's uh, flare gun works for everyone, thankfully. Yeah, Justin, you should definitely um, pay attention to this game, see if you can grab it on sale. I mean, it's it's to me, it's worth it at, mm -hmm. at the price point. It's it's really good, and I, I think it, it I'm sure it helps playing this game in 2D and figuring it out, and then being able to just to jump in the game and, and execute on it. Because there is a, it's not like a complicated game, but it, there is a learning curve, which is uh, it, it's fun to learn in the game because it's 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 I think that's part of the game. I wish listed it. I think back when I heard about this mod, but yeah, I need to I need to buy it. What um what what headsets are you guys using when you're when you're when you're doing the, when you're playing this game? Uh, personally, I have uh, mainly the Quest Two because it's just really convenient with the wireless. But I have I also have my Max headset, but I'm, I don't use it a lot for development. But uh, when playing, it's also great with this nice field of view. It adds even more to the immersiveness immersiveness of the game. It's really great with that game, I think. Are but, you uh, using two wars? Really great. Are you using Sorry. index controllers with the Pimax? Yes. Okay, good. Do. Oh, perfect. There we go. I've uh, I've only got a, a Quest Two that's working at the moment. The uh, <laughs> the old Rift uh, CV One uh, broke down a while ago. Yeah. What um what uh graphics cards are you guys using? Because I'm I, I performance is like a huge component of modded to 2d games into vr right like if, if this game was made natively in vr and built from vr it wouldn't be an issue i'm sure it would run great again the graphics are are kind of simplistic but stylized with with a lot of the kind of wow moments in terms of the graphics i think coming from the atmosphere and the effects but when you make a when you try to translate a game that was just built with 2d in mind to vr and then then performance gets wonky so what can you guys tell us about that so me, I'm using a 3070, but um, I know uh, Fristy uh, was using a much older card, and it was also running pretty well with it. Uh, oh, was I was it using a, 10, a 1080? Uh, 1070. 1070 even, yeah. And what's great also is um, you can use uh, tools like VR performance toolkit, and it's it really works super well with uh, Deep Rock Galactic in VR. And uh, it's Fristy who told me about it, so I tried it, and really, it's so smooth right now. It's uh, it's really great. Yeah, we used to have. Well, it, it was only for one update really that we had some performance issues, uh, that came down to a to a bug somewhere. Mm, but right. by now, most people, well, pretty much everyone that plays it, says that uh, the frame rate is pretty smooth. Uh, even though sometimes they have to play at uh, low settings. Um, but one thing that I'd uh, like to make sure is that there are different kinds of um, 
ways to model game into VR which affect the performance. Like for example, uh, Luke Ross, his uh, real mods, those use the most expensive technique, the uh, alternate eye rendering. While what we are doing for our mod is uh, mainly reactivating Unreal Engine's native uh, VR capabilities, which means that we get a lot more performance than we would get if we use the alternate eye rendering method. Yeah, that alternate eye rendering method, it's, I'm not a big fan of that. Because um, I've, I've tried a lot of his mods and it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to uh, to play them. I, I had I had a, a good time with Horizon Zero Dawn, but most of his other mods, it just it kind of looks like reprojection the whole time. That alternate eye rendering, and he just announced that he's coming out with an Elden Ring mod like next week. But I'm worried that's gonna run like you know run like crap. So that's all. Yeah, I've never played uh, one of Luke Ross's mods, but uh, I will definitely try out the Elden Ring mod. I've been playing that uh, non-stop the last weeks. I'm wondering yeah. what what is what is the hardest part about modding um, a 2D game into VR, in your opinion? The 2D menus, <laughs> right, Alchemist? Yeah, that's probably <laughs> true. <laughs> there are so many different uh, ways it can just not work or work in most oh, cases, yeah. but there is oh, this small edge case that. Hey, even worse, like one menu halves your frame rate, one menu teleports you into outer space, and there's no way you can get back. I, I know because I've tried pretty much everything. Uh, there's another menu that traps you into hell uh, along with Carl, and there's... <laughs> In the best case, it just doesn't want to work. In the worst case, uh, it'll mess up uh, the game. Yeah, I'm wondering. Um, so the the creators of the game is um, what is it? Ghost Ship Games. Are you guys in communication with them at all? Like, do like if are they providing any help or support? What's that relationship like? If there even is one. Yeah, I think uh, Alchemist. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I would just say that <laughs> I'm not personally in contact with them, but I think Fristy mm. is uh, with I think, uh, one yeah, of the which, Well, it's, it started via... Well, originally the game wasn't VR moddable, because the developers have to enable something for us to make the VR mod possible. So uh, Elliot uh, started a thread on Reddit, asking people if they wanted uh, a VR mod to be made, if they had any interest. Uh, the developers eventually saw it and they enabled the VR plugin. And uh, that that's when some kind of communication started between the general uh, servers. And uh, I think eventually, maybe it was me, maybe it was Kit or Kosro, eventually we got uh, into contact with the uh, community manager and um, uh, I'm pretty sure he proposed that um, when we feel our mod is ready, we can do a, a playtest with one of the gameplay designers and uh, get our mod approved, possibly. That's uh, that at least what uh, I expect will happen. That's awesome. Do you have any insight um, of their appetite for VR? They, do they, from your limited interactions, do they, they seem enthusiastic about it? Uh, I remember they are 
Well, don't, don't quote me on this. <laughs> but uh, from what I remember, they are very enthusiastic, or pretty enthusiastic. But uh, I think they tried doing VR in-house one time, and they weren't so sure it uh, would be a good idea for them as a company to do. But for us, as a mod, I think they, uh, they are pretty enthusiastic of the concept. Yeah, that's that, that's funny. So they're getting they're getting some free labor. I mean, I it would blow yeah. my mind if they weren't enthusiastic. I, the only reason I own this game is because it's going to be in, in in VR, and it's listen, it's a great two two D game. I'm happy that you guys are working on it. I, it's funny. I, I I look at this game. It's like, man, the way the game is, the, the style and the graphics. They, they could totally, if they wanted to, they could figure it out. Put this on like the Quest Two and probably make a ton of money because it, it's such a fun co op game and and it's pretty unique. In terms of its experience, but I, no, I'm, I'm glad that they're, uh, you know, essentially gave you guys the green light, and and you're you're making this happen. What what's what motivates you guys to to do this? Because this is a lot, like you could just be like, you know, me and Justin and just have fun and play games. Why spend a lot of your free time doing uh, modding a game and and you know for no money? Yeah, because I uh, want to play the game in VR, and no one else is uh, was making the mod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, someone has to do it. But well, I mean, personally, it's also like a nice technical challenge. Uh, it's uh, the perfect occasion to finally get to learn Unreal Engine and uh, yeah, learn really lots of things uh, in the process. Uh, and yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty fun also to do just like as a as a hobby. Uh, it's just a, a nice th nice thing uh, to spend time on. And even when sometimes stuff doesn't don't want to work. And you have to you lose one or two weeks uh, on something silly, but uh, so it can be a bit frustrating at times. But overall, it's really it's really uh, cool to do, and uh, it also it's also very motivating to see so so many uh, players who are really hyped about uh, the mod and who are following us, and uh, yeah, knowing that you don't just do this for yourself, you do it for all uh, those players want to play it in VR and it's really great and I cannot uh, wait to get the mod out uh, and see people's reactions. Uh, indeed, shout out to all our fans out there, you guys really keep me going and I'm sure all the other devs as well. well I'll, I'll do what okay. I can to help you guys. Um, <laughs> on their Discord page they have a, a, a donate channel, uh, you can do a link, which I, I think is great because anytime somebody doesn't have like a donate thing, I'm like, man, I just want, I want to support. And the way you guys are phrasing it is like, you know, buy you guys some coffee. So I'm happy to do this after the show. And, I, and, and if you guys appreciate modders, I, I'd recommend it as well to take care of these guys and, and help them out. Um, you know, this is, this game, I'm, I'm looking at the Steam reviews. Okay. So the release date says uh, May 2020. Um, it has over a hundred thousand reviews, so there's a there's a large community behind this game, and I, and I and I, I was playing the other day, and I was telling the the person I was playing with, it was just a random random person, and I was like, yeah, I got this game because they're making a VR mod for it, and the person's like, wow, he's like, I I I would get VR just to play this game in VR, um, and I think that's so cool because everybody has like a favorite game, and there's a lot of people that aren't in VR yet. And, and it's games, it's, it's scenarios like that that will help get more people into VR, I think. So it's uh, it, it's really cool. Appreciate what you guys are doing. Um, and oh, one thing, 
one thing before I forget. I asked you guys in, in chat, and you guys are trying to implement B-Haptic support, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I can't uh, make any promises about that because uh, the plugin system for uh, modded Real Legend 4 games is kind of bored. But um, we did recently maybe find a way to do it, and there's definitely uh, the enthusiasm uh, enthusiasm to do it. Awesome. I th yeah, I mean, I, I liked that um, the, one of the mods I played was uh, GTFO, and it was cool that they had um, the haptic support. Of course, the big update that came out for GTFO um, in December broke the existing mod, so... They've, they've been able to put out a beta version, but they still haven't re-released kind of the uh, mod of that. Um, but regardless, oh, really? yeah, Alchemist? yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, Alchemist like, works uh, on that, right? Well, I did the uh, Biaptic support of GTFO, actually. <laughs> dude, uh, dude, like, God bless you. That fucking, <laughs> that Biaptic support in that game is awesome. Like, it is so cool, <laughs> like, especially in the intro where you're rumbling and they're, like, diving you into it. Uh, that, yeah, that, uh, that elevator sequence. That, uh, I had no idea. That's awesome. I, uh, dude, I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. It's really nice. I bought it, but uh, I still haven't played it yet. Um, so that mod, is that mod still not working? It's in uh, well, beta. It's, uh, yeah, as you said, there is a beta version at the moment. Okay. And uh, it's still in beta mode, but it's totally playable. It's just that the performance isn't as great as, uh, uh, well, uh, as... As before, I would say. Oh, right. The previous version was running a bit better, and also like the water. When you have water in a level, it's it's really eats up all the performance, and there are a few crashes. Like if you start a second game just after a first one, it crashes. But it, I mean, it's all stuff that when you know, uh, well, you can work around it. Like you just finish a game, you reload, you re reboot the game, and then uh, you're good to go. So it's not too much of a problem but i understand why it's still, it's still uh still in beta okay but you can totally play it it's right. great how uh how close do you guys think you are to releasing uh the mod for deep rock galactic do you have a sense of that well uh, i think there are some differences uh, in opinion between the uh development members uh, for that uh, I'd like to release it a little bit earlier, while I think Alchemist wants it to be a bit more polished, right? Well, I don't know about polished, but there are still a few, I think, major things that don't work, like <laughs> all mission types don't work, for example. Yeah, yeah that's the a good point. doesn't work, and there are... Uh, yeah, I just uh, sent a list of uh, points, like the EPC doesn't work either, that weapon. Uh, the buses with jets are really uh, like at the edge of your vision so you cannot see what it does but you cannot see the life of the bosses you just see part of it and it's a bit uh, weird uh, stuff like that but I, th I mean mostly we should be feature complete more or less like all having all mission types working and all weapons probably uh, but then the polishing uh, I'm, I'm not against releasing it uh, before it's polished enough I think yeah. close. Uh, if we really focus on the the main things, yeah, we can probably do a better. I don't know, maybe a few weeks, Christy. I don't know what you. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm very optimistic about it. Um, well, uh, we already listed some of the features uh, that we need uh, to finish first. Um, I think the the big ones for me 
or to uh, have the playtest with the developers first and get the mod approved so we can do some uh, networking stuff and after that they just uh, adding the new weapons and doing a little bit of uh, polishing yeah awesome I, it's, it's funny how you guys have uh, different opinions on that because i think justin and i are a little bit different like when a, a new a mod gets released for 2d to vr he'll jump in immediately and play it and i'm like let me know when it's good <laughs> let me know when it's like working like really good because I, I i i struggle with jank and i just want that best best experience now oh man i i love the jank i love <laughs> I, I love jank i love seeing i love seeing the pixels on the textures in my vr games i love the feeling of just being inside of a game yeah and i don't and mean I, jink like that i don't mean <laughs> jink like that but you know yeah. i want to play it and then talk to the developer and you know give them my you know not that i'm a programmer not at all but like at least give them feedback and suggestions and stuff um so i don't mind yeah that's why i don't mind playing the uh the early builds there you go man um i have a few technical questions yeah go for it please all right, so this game runs in Unreal Engine 4, and when I was looking at the game watching videos, I watched some of you guys' videos when you're playing it in VR, and I was watching you throw flares and stuff, but the game's graphics reminded me a lot of a game that I love, uh, Outer Wilds, which you know also has a great VR mod. So I was surprised that Outer Wilds is a Unity game, and um, you know this game is an Unreal Engine 4 game. I was wondering if you guys have any opinions on the difference, differences of modding uh, Unreal Engine 4 versus Unity. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, I don't know. Uh, did you uh, do that uh, before, Alchemist? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, uh, GTA 4 is Unity, so I I dig a bit into it. Um, it's using Bepinex uh, to do the injection. So it's, it's actually pretty different because um, you. Uh, Say, so in uh, in Unity with the Pinex, you can just r replace mm -hmm. functions, kind of. So you, you know functions, uh, it's like uh, something that you call to you know, equip a weapon or reduce the life. So just a set of changes, you could say, mm -hmm. uh, or retrieving a value even. Uh, so you can replace functions and say, okay, no, you will not do what the base game does. You will do this instead. Or, or you can say... Uh, before calling that function, first execute my little code around here, my VR code, and then just keep on going with the normal game function. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really convenient. Uh, but and, and you can you can also register on any function, which is really nice to get Bhaptics working, for example, because you want to always trigger on events, like you get shot somewhere, uh, uh, an explosion nearby happens want to be able to register on that and uh, in Unreal Engine with what we're doing at least you cannot really replace function you can just uh, you can only add to the base game right yes you can only add that's that's basically it you can just uh, say okay when I press this button uh, I will call my own blueprint code mm -hmm. but you cannot really uh, modify the existing Code, uh, you can you can't modify the existing code, but for example, we do take one of the weapons out of your flat hands and into your VR hands, so there's still some room for manipulation. You add code over the existing one, or you can okay. sometimes bypass 
stuff. But yeah, it's a bit technical, maybe, but okay, so it's a pretty big difference. So does one have better performance than the other? Hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure about this, but I think one of the reasons VR Performance Kit works so well is because it fixes some uh, bugs in Unreal common bugs in Unreal Engine 4 VR mods. So I guess I'm guessing Unity VR mods might work a bit better out of the box. So, That's just uh, my guess. Is that toolkit some sort of plug-in for Unreal Engine? Uh, it's just um, it's it's something uh, on GitHub. I think uh, someone okay. on the flat screen to VR server came on it, and it's very easy to install. Just oh, uh, so drag and drop two files. Is that for anyone to use, not just the VR dev? Uh, that's for anyone, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that. I thought maybe it was used for making games. Okay. Oh, no, it's and it's really easy. It's just basically placing uh, two files next to the executable, mm -hmm. and that's it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it works with it works with uh, Unity and Unreal Engine, I believe. All right, that's I'm gonna have to look for that. Um, so then I have another question. I've noticed in a lot of VR mods, like sometimes reflective surfaces, like it could be, like an icy surface or maybe a metallic surface, doesn't look right. You know, it, I think maybe it's rendering in one eye but not the other. And I was wondering if you guys have dealt with that issue, and if you, I'm just curious what causes it. And if there's any way to fix it, um, I haven't uh, dealt with any of. Uh, I know these problems exist in our mod, but I don't think I've ever uh, tried to fix them yet. Okay. Did you, Alchemist? Uh, no, I haven't fixed it, but it happens with one or two things, like maybe. Yeah, mostly. It's mainly with post-processing effects, right? Right. Yes, but it's as you say. It's uh, one eye is rendering correctly, mm -hmm. and the other one, uh, it just sees the the other eyes perspective basically something like that yeah uh, so again this uh, this it, yeah. Yeah, again this is from uh, a few months ago but if i remember correctly kit knew of some ways to uh, to fix those things ah, okay interesting yeah i always wondered because made for vr games don't usually have that but then a lot of these flat to vr mods have that issue um so i was just curious and then my other question was I was wondering were the were full 3d weapon models already there or did you have to do artwork to rent like to to render all the sides of it you know because because in this mod people are going to be rotating the guns you know 360 degrees and all over the place whereas I'm get I haven't played the game but I'm guessing in the game you don't see every part of the guns uh, thank god the weapons <laughs> are already fully 3d modeled oh, that's yeah thank that's, god. that's awesome uh, it, it wasn't that way for uh, Team Fortress 2, and I still have to fix that when I uh, resume work on that mod. <laughs> oh, wow. So what, like the undersides of the guns aren't there? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, like the sides, and it's, it's even rendered differently. Uh, it, it has a different field of view, and there's... The, the Team Fortress 2 mod has its own uh, fair share of uh, weird rendering problems. Hmm. Right. Uh, Nick yeah, might like, be back. Uh, yeah, I, I'm back. I'm, I'm wondering, um, Justin, do you have any other, other technical questions that you wanted to oh, ask? No. Yeah, those were the, but uh, he might have been saying something else. Sorry, I might have cut him off. Oh, yeah, I was just uh, <laughs> trying to mention that in the Source Engine, for some weird reason, they've got a different scale for the map uh -huh. than for the player. So uh -huh. either you scale the VR so that 
the map feels too small or either you scale the VR so that the players feel too small and it's 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 a really weird issue. Hmm. Right. I'm glad that the Real Engine doesn't have that issue. Yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, my uh I guess my last question for you guys is what game would you like to work on next? What 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 do you think would be a great game to work on to bring to VR? Uh, Team Fortress 2, definitely. That's that's always been my uh, my little baby, that project. Yeah, for me, uh, well, it's uh, it would be a big project because it's not a very known engine, but uh, I think the Dishonored series would be awesome in VR. And also Met Metro. It would be the games I would look into, but uh, yeah, it's... It's uh, way harder than uh, doing it for games that are made with Unity or Unreal Engine. So that will probably not happen, but uh, yeah, playing Dishonored in VR is kind of a dream. So uh, we can dream. The Metro games yeah. are using a different engine? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, Metro Exodus, uh, does it use again? Uh, it's 4A engine. It's basically a proprietary, 4A, okay. uh, proprietary engine. Okay, you know I, I I um I take that back. I got a couple other questions, but they're really really quick. Um, what's what what are your favorite what's your favorite um native VR game uh, designed for VR from the ground up? Hmm, I think oh, that that's really difficult. But uh, yeah, uh, one support, the other support. I think one that I really appreciate is um, Until You Fall, just because it's so well done, the, the melee combat system in that game. I'm so bad at that game. It's really? so hard. Yeah, it's so what? hard for me. What? I'm not fast. Know. I'm not fast enough to react, you know, to the uh, Oh, blocking. yeah, the, the ducking can get uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Yeah, for me, if, I mean... It's really hard to say because I, I like to play lots of different games and not really for such a long time because I, I like to try uh, all kinds of experiences. But I would say if I had to pick one, it's not very ori original, but it would be Alex because it was such a great experience and uh, it also has uh, really nice behaptic supports, which adds a lot. And with the modding, you always have new experiences. Uh, you can play with it and it's really... A cool thing, but uh, uh, if I had to pick smaller games, uh, uh, there's table tennis. Sorry, Hyperdash, maybe? Yes, oh, yes, Hyperdash, of course. Yes, uh, in multiplayer games, uh, yeah, that would be my number one pick. Hyperdash, I've spent, yeah, that's uh, yeah, I, spent, that's I played that game for a much uh, longer time than uh, Alex, even, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a fun game. I I kind of got into it like pretty big for a month, and then I got I think I got distracted by some other game. But that's a that's a fantastic game, Hyperdash. Yeah. Um, those smaller ones like Jupiter Grad is really such a great game. Also, I, I agree. It's not very known, but uh, it's really awesome. And they announced a second one. Uh, I don't know when, but I can't wait to play. It. I, 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 it's getting late. I really appreciate your guys' time. I, if I can ask one more question, and then, um, it doesn't have to be a super long answer, but what are your, what are your thoughts on the current state of VR? And, and I'll elaborate on that. Like, do you think we're, 
I'm guessing you don't think VR is dead. Do you think that in a couple of years it's gonna we're gonna see an explosion of VR on PC? Do you think we're like ten years away to seeing AAA games on PC? What are your, what are your thoughts around that? My uh, my dream has always been to make some of the best uh, VR games possible, which is why I really want to finish this uh, Deep Rock Galactic and Team Fortress Two games. Uh, so. I'm guessing I'm trying to make uh, the killer apps myself and we'll see what uh, what happens after that. Yeah, I think uh, VR is really heading in a, in a very good direction and I see more, more and more people knowing about it uh, and uh, yeah, it takes a while uh, to really take off but uh, I think we're getting there. Awesome. I, I, I appreciate that. Guys, thanks thanks so much for coming on. Um, we'll get this posted in the, the Discord so um, all the people who are following along the game, they, they can hear you guys talk about it. Is there Before you guys head off, is there anything that um, we didn't ask that, you, that you'd like to communicate about the work either in, in, in Deep Rock, Galactic, or modding in general? Uh, I'd like to give a big shout-out to the Flat Screen 2 VR modding Discord server. They uh, really helped get everything off the ground, uh, this mod, my uh, uh, small modding career and everything. It's, it's such a great server. I really, uh, everyone who's interested in VR should join it, really. Yeah, exactly what Fristy said. It's a great server and people are very nice and uh, they really care about the project and super uh, motivated and uh, everything. It's great. Awesome. Thanks, well, everyone. Yeah, thanks thank again, you guys. Thank for the invite. Yeah, thank for you. sure. Thanks for what you do. All right. Well, you guys are welcome to stay on. Justin and I are just going to go through to, to uh, conclude the podcast. Just going to go through the news for the month where basically Justin reads the news and we can we can comment. You guys are welcome to, to stay on. You're welcome to drop off. I know it's late. Uh, so we'll go from there. So, Justin, what do we got in, in terms of the news for the month? Okay, so the... the the big games that came out since our last podcast, uh, I'm just going to talk about those really fast. Moss Book 2 came out for PSVR. It hasn't come out for PC. I'm waiting for that, so I haven't played it. I did play Moss, though. I played replayed that just just to familiarize myself with it. Um, and I did the DLC. Uh, so anyway, the next game was uh, Green Hell came out on Quest. And supposedly, from what I'm hearing, this it's actually pretty good. And... They did some some sort of trick um, where they were able to increase the performance on on Quest Two. I don't know if it's a Quest Two exclusive, um, but uh, they did something to increase the performance. I can't think of uh, what it's called, but it's some sort of trick where it's only they're only doing forty five frames per second. But then there's some algorithm that's that's able to bump it up to maybe maybe ninety with uh, some sort of trick that doesn't make it sacrifice the uh, the quality too much. So then uh, Cosmonius High came out, and I got a free key, and I played that. Cosmonius High, um, yeah, that was, you know, it's, it's kind of a kiddie game. Um, we're playing, but but it wasn't, it was a kiddie game like sorry, Job Simulator. Second, so, sorry, Frissy, were you trying to say something? I, I, had, uh, I, had, I had muted you quickly, but did oh. you have something to add about the quest? Yeah, just uh, that um, the Quest 2 uh, performance improvement they have is some kind of improved Oculus uh, proprietary space warp thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's only for the Quest 2, of course, as far as I uh, remember. Have you guys they, used They do it? have a PC version. 
have, have you guys used this uh, Quest 2, um, you know, performance? Technology, uh, yeah. no, we, our mod will only be playable on uh, on PC, so we can't uh, use that. Okay. I think right. I think it's for Oculus native games or things using the Oculus runtime. We use uh, Steam VR. Okay. All right. So, um, uh, <clears throat> then Warplanes Battle o Battles Over Pacific came out this month, and uh, we got keys, but we're we're not gonna have time to talk about that. Uh, Ultra Wings Two came out for PC. It came out on Quest. Uh, I think maybe last month. The Living Remain is a, is a it's a uh, a zombie campaign game that got a lot of a good reviews, and best forklift operator came out, but I think it's only supports Oculus right now. Um, but I haven't tried that. Um, so a, a few days ago, the MetaQuest Gaming Showcase happened on it was uh, April twentieth. It's formerly known as the Oculus Gaming Showcase, but they've changed the name to MetaQuest, so now they've definitely they're definitely done with PC, it sounds like. So the games on that were Saints and Sinners Chapter 2 Retribution. They showed a trailer of that. I'm excited for the PC version of that. Then they showed NFL Pro Era, which is a first person uh, where you're a quarterback. And it, it reminded me of that VR Sports Challenge game that came out for the Rift like back in like you know early VR, like 2016 or 2017. Then uh, Among Us VR, they showed a trailer of that that's never been shown before. Um, then Red Matter 2, uh, a trailer for that. I think I don't think that's ever been announced until that showcase. And Aspire 2, the sequel to Aspire 1, which Aspire 2, I think, is going to have co-op. Um, and then Moss Book 2, they showed a trailer of that, but that's that's a PSVR game right now. Um, then Ruins Magus, I think some sort of RPG-ish game that I don't really understand. It was kind of anime-ish. And then they showed Cities VR, which we already know about. Then they, they showed footage of the Resident Evil 4 VR Mercenaries update. And then they said, this is out now. So you can download that Mercenaries update now. I think it's pretty much just wave shooter type stuff. I yeah, don't know. There's not, there's not enough wave shooters in VR, so exactly. thank you. Yeah, no. <laughs> and Bone Lab was announced. This has been We've been waiting for this for a long time. The Stress Level Zero had a new game they're developing. It's, it's for Quest and PC. And it's called Bone Lab, and like the the big difference between this and Boneworks is that um, it looked a, very similar, but it said there's like modding support built into it, so people can. I'm assuming people can build their own levels pretty easily, and so there'll be a lot of like user content for that. And then they announced Ghostbusters VR, and they showed a trailer of that, but the trailer said in-engine footage, but not real gameplay. And the footage, the, the footage looked way better than anything Quest 2 could do. So I'm curious, actually, from these guys, when something says in-engine, but it looks way better than that, what, what, is that, what does that really mean? Mm, well, you can still use engines to render cutscenes and everything. So mm -hmm. it definitely might have uh, not been real time. Yeah. Um, or they might just uh, <laughs> run it on a PC with like 10 uh, RTX 3090s or something. That's what I thought. I was like, all these games that are coming out for Android, you know, Quest, aren't they all being developed on a PC first? Um, uh, I can't really say anything about that at the moment. Okay. Yeah. I okay. think they are, yeah. It's just, yeah. Uh, 
They must have pretty beefy graphic cards for AAA games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then some other news. I don't know if you guys saw this. The VR AirBridge, um, it kind of got leaked in Oculus PC drivers, and then a manual. Somebody found a manual online for this VR AirBridge thing, and um, so it sounds like it's coming out. It's going to be a USB dongle that you plug into your PC, and then so then you can get a direct wireless connection from your your Quest to to your PC, and you don't have to go through your router. So you should get better performance. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And uh, they have a date on that? No, nah, there's no, no there's no date. Um, Carmack months and months ago was talking about wanting to do something like this. So um, but nah, I don't I don't know when that'll come out. Um, so then um, there have been mod, uh, updates about the Half-Life Half 2 mod. Um, so they've put out videos where the vehicles are working now. They have the gravity gun working. They said haptics are working. And there's an Alex gun menu, like a radial gun menu to change your weapon. So it's looking like that's getting pretty close to release. Do you, do you guys know anything about that mod? Oh, I, I happen to be uh, in the servers uh, of those developers. Okay. They originally included me because of the Team Fortress 2 VR mods where I had a little experience with the Source engine. Ah. Uh, sadly, I haven't been active in that server for months now. But uh, if any of them are listening, I really wish you guys the best. Okay, cool. Um, now, as for their progress, I remember in the beginning, a uh, major issue they had was converting all their new fancy maps, which were made for uh, the CSGO version of Source. So uh, they had to do a lot of engine work in the beginning. Mm -hmm. which I guess they might have finally been over now, now that they've been doing all these uh, gameplay stuff. Hmm. And um, yeah, w one important thing is that uh, they are continuing the, the old Half-Life 2 VR mod, so they probably already have a lot of work already done for them. Okay, cool. Which, which means they might just be in the polishing phase right now, I guess. I hope so. All right, so... Uh, Walkabout is getting a labyrinth, like the movie from the 80s, and Mist courses. They, you know, the game Mist. Um, so they're coming, I think, in the summer. So uh, that's something we didn't cover last time. And uh, Cities, so as far as releases, Cities VR is coming out April 28th on Quest. Um, Requisition VR is a four-player zombie survival game with crafting. And in, in the trailer, they Is that like, a Quest game or a PC or both? Requisition? Requisition? Yeah, that's a PC game. Uh, it's on Steam, and so you can take like a baseball bat and then attach a toaster to it, and like attach, and then tape things to that, and like you can make all sorts of crazy weapons and stuff, which look pretty cool, pretty unique. Um, that's coming out. It says April. I don't know if it's gonna get delayed. Um, so, Fract was a PSVR exclusive. And by I think End Dreams, and now it's coming to PC VR on May 5th. And I played the demo for PC for PlayStation VR. I, it's really colorful, and I thought it was it was it was pretty cool. And one thing that was unique about it is that you could grab you could grab like uh, walls in front of you and hold them and like use them as cover, or you could just like um, pull yourself down really fast and then come back pull yourself up really fast, which uh, was pretty cool when you're in a gunfight. Um, with some with some enemies, uh, Little Cities is coming out May twelfth. I think it got delayed for Quest. 
it's it's funny that the cities VR and little cities are coming out around the same time. They might have pushed the date out to to be further away from cities VR because they were originally going to launch almost like the same week. Then uh, it just got announced that F1 22 is coming out um, July 1st with VR support. That's a game by Codemasters and Electronic Arts. Uh, I think it's the first F1 game that's uh, getting VR support. And as I said earlier, Elden Ring is going to get a VR mod by the, uh, the end of next week, according to Luke Ross. And the last stuff I have is Super Kit to the top got a trailer for PSVR. They haven't announced it for any other, any other uh, systems. Um, so it's, it's the sequel to To the Top. To the Top was one of, is one of my favorite VR games of all time. And so I'm excited about that. But I, I don't want to play it on PSVR. I want to play it on PC. But, uh, you know, PSVR 2 is coming out, we think now, sometime 2023. So, I mean, that'll be a while. And then, um, you, as already mentioned, Jupiter Grad 2 is coming out. I don't think there's a release date, but it's going to have, this time it'll have enemy combat, whereas the first one, I don't remember there being any, any enemy combat. You just kind of, it's similar to Windlands, where you have these these like hook, hook shot things you shoot at, but they have plungers on the end. And the swinging mechanic is great. It feels great. Um, the first one, you're mostly just like trying to avoid obstacles, and you're solving puzzles. And um, you're avoiding, you know, saw blades and things like that. Um, it's coming to Quest and PC VR, so the sequel is going to have enemy combat. And the story was great. Was was great. The whole like uh, Cold War Russian theme and the music, I really liked. Um, so, I think that's that's all I have. I don't know if you guys want to add anything. I just got a quick correction. Um, so I looked up Requisition VR because I was intrigued oh, okay. by your descri- uh, description. And, and mm-hmm. first of all, I was kind of blown away by the screenshots. It looks like really good mm-hmm. um, graphic-wise. But I guess they said early access is in September. So. Oh, they that must have changed recently because it used to say April. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's going to be a okay. while. But, hey, listen, get it right. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. It looks like it's going to be like a Left 4 Dead kind of um game but just four player mm-hmm. co-op so so we'll see i, I like that genre um yeah. do you guys uh first and, and alchemist you want to add anything to the news um anything um that we might have missed or things that you're excited for that are coming up mm, well you already mentioned bone labs um, what else um i think that was a pretty good summary yeah thank thank you anything else Good job, Justin. Crushed it as always. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to I'm gonna wrap things up. I think that was a, a great podcast. Again, like, I'm super interested in what you guys are doing, following along. Justin, grab that game. We'll play sometime in 2D, and uh, I'll get you acquainted with it. But um, Will do. Thanks, everybody, for, for listening. Thanks again to Fristine Alchemist, and we will catch you next month. Take care. Bye.